Hello and welcome to Last Week in Finance. Today is September 13th of 2020. Football season starts today. And let's get to the numbers. S&P 500 went down again this week. 2.5%. Right now the S&P 500 is at 3340 points. And for me... This thing was coming. I don't know how low it's gonna get. For me, a fair, fair price for the S&P 500 will be at 2,500 points. If you ask me, of course. Gold slightly up this week, 0.35%. Right now, the ounce of gold is in $1,940. Silver. Silver slightly down this week, 0.69%, right now the ounce of silver is 26.75%, I mean dollars, scratch that. The DXY, the US dollar index went slightly up this week, and Bitcoin also slightly up, not that much, right now it's in 10,000 and $454 per Bitcoin. Okay, uh, to get further analyze of the S&P 500 and the stock market, let's watch some of the stocks took a hit in the past week. Tesla went down almost 11%. Right now, after this four-way split that you know the stock gets split in four in order to you know get cheaper and be more affordable to small investors doesn't work out I mean I believe this plunge that it took is more systemic than other thing but even though 11% down this week Amazon minus 5.41% another one who took a, a haircut Apple stock huge huge sunk this week 7.41% I mean minus 7.41% remember the Apple reached a market cap of 2 trillion dollars a few weeks ago Microsoft almost 5% down to be to be accurate 4.77% Google also took a hit minus 4.42% minus the the oil also took a small hit the West Texas intermediate right now is in 37.38% the spot price went a little bit down remember the the last few months was around $40 slightly down okay gonna get to a couple news first the UK the UK GDP went up 6% from last month 
this is due to the flexibilization of the economy, the measurements of the so social distancing in the United Kingdom. Pubs and restaurants are open again. Service industry is getting reactivated over there. And hence by that, the recovery was 6% of GDP month to month. So, I mean, that's good. That's what we're seeing in the, the developed world. The flexibilization, they're loosening up a little bit the social distancing measures right now. And remember that in, in developed economies, service service is one of the main drivers of the economy bars restaurants hair hairdressers barber shops retail stores you name it so it's very important it's it's good news you know you know i'm i'm not a pessimist and i hope for the best for the economy it's just when you have lies or fake valuations or overpriced markets, it's gonna go down. But this is different, and I'm very glad that I'm seeing these reports all around the world. Okay, another I don't know is is a good or bad news. It's with the AstraZeneca vaccine for COVID-19. Uh, in the midst of this week, uh, there were some issues with the testing on the testing subjects to the vaccine and AstraZeneca said that it will be hold out the further testing for the moment, some issues with the first try, although yesterday it was known that AstraZeneca is going to take care of that and they're going to resume COVID-19 vaccine testing so very good well I'm going to get to the topic of this week is which is the future of the labor force okay it's no secret for anyone that this COVID-19 crisis uh, affected the workforce many many of or let's say a lot of employees when sent, they got sent home and right now they're doing telecommuting remote working WFH doing zoom Skype emails which is I don't know I mean it's good that they can still do their jobs in around home and that, that's good for it for instance for for mothers for people who have children or have other responsibilities at home so it's good for them and actually uh, studies have measured that productivity rises when you are working from home, I mean, uh, a job that is able to be exercised from home, not all jobs 
are going to be by telecommuting. Okay, but I'm gonna go, go deeper because there is a lot of skepticism uh, with this thing of telecommuting. Actually, years ago it was proposed, and most companies, most mostly managers, middle middle management guys were saying, no, this is not going to be good, this is not going to work. Right now, they're forced to implement this thing, the telecommuting, and actually it's working, it's working better than expected. So, it's good. It's something that it should be, should stay after the crisis. The other thing is the hours, the work hours. The OECD has made a lot of you know a lot of studies proving that less work uh, sometimes many times translates in more productivity the US is in the middle of the pack with hours work per actual production the the better countries on that is Germany Sweden Japan is one of the worst, they work a lot, they're workaholics, and that's not good for me. What you need, what you want, if you had a business, you have a, a company to run, you want productivity, not, not long hours. I mean, of course, sometimes you need a, those long hours, but it's not working for the sake of working. It's the working for the sake of producing and getting results. Now the second thing that I'm seeing is with college, and I'm gonna go deeper. Right now it's not secret, and many people have talked about this. Uh, there is a lot of U.S. student debt, trillions. I mean, and there's a couple trillions of dollars in student debt, and also what would young people are seeing and also young people are seeing is that you know going to college many times is not really worth it i mean on the financial side of course you're gonna get some valuable information and whatever but you're not getting roi a good a very good roi of going to college i mean think about it college is first of all very expensive no matter if you took a student loan debt or not. Second, you're using your best years. You're taking four or five years, even more if you do grad school, to, you're using your the best time of your life in order to pursue a degree that sometimes employers are not long in care. And, People are realizing that. I mean, young people are realizing that. Why I should go to college and still, you know, have this big student plan, student debt, and also employers are not caring for having. They only can experience, experience, experience. Well, you know what? Just take a couple of kids, fresh out of high school, and give the experience. And that's it. And that's what young people are seeing right now. So... College is really dead? I don't think so, but as the way we know it, it's it's gonna change dramatically.
what I think is going to happen in the next maybe 10, 20 years, it's a, a professional, a college graduate professional is going to be very, 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 very expensive because no one is going to want to go to college, period. Right now, it's not worth it. The ROI is not worth it. And so they're going to treat better their college graduates. And by the other hand, I don't know what we are seeing with this thing with China. And we're seeing, you know, some right-wing movements around the world. And this is before COVID. That maybe we're going to see some regional supply chains. I mean, this thing where China and other countries in Asia and countries with their cheap labor force, you're going to outsource jobs or just, just going to produce, you know, the industrial production, having overseas, it's going to slightly decline. I mean, this is just my opinion. Slightly is going to decline and we're going to have <clears throat> more regional supply chains and I don't know exactly how it's gonna affect the labor force but maybe this product is the products where is I mean at least somehow sustainable to have regional supply chains the prices of course the retail prices of those goods and services are gonna go up because labor is gonna be more expensive unless you know make some smart movements and smart structure in order to have a decent final consumer price well that's gonna be all for this week and thank you for listening and we'll hear more from me next week bye bye take care